will come to you sometimes unexpectedly. Just like this, please. Don't wave it around so much. Bathrooms through that doorway to the left. No food or drinks. And we're cool. And please silence your cell phones. Do me that favor. Take it away, Jesse. <laughs> oh, man. So a lot of people get married, huh? People still get married. People still get married. Lots of people. Nice. How does work for you? Busy. Busy? You slow down? It has not? I mean, the restaurant itself is... Oh, you, you slow down. Yeah, so I'm with him on the photography, and then the, the restaurant, I'm doing like four or five days, and now I do like two or three. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's busy. Nice. And how about you? You know? How's your boyfriend? <laughs> Because she's a white light. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I on? Oh, good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to the chat line, and Hate will let me know your questions or comments. All right? Good morning, y'all. How's everybody? Yeah? Uh, any questions? Anybody have a life this week? Anyone learning to say about yourself? Wow, y'all digging deep. <laughs> no question, huh? Oh, good. Let me take him first and then you. Yes, sir. At least two people had a life this week. <laughs> I, I've known this always, but I'm, I've learned I'm a hoarder. And I'm quite the hoarder at, at home. And oh, I, yeah? I have to overcome that. Yeah. Right, just so. It's like... I'm just, I'm working on it. And Are you doing the prayer? I'm not doing the prayer. I haven't. You're not tired of suffering yet. I actually, I am tired of suffering. Actually. No, you're not. Yeah. If you're tired of suffering, why don't you overcome it? Through the prayer. Right. Okay. <laughs> How many personalities you have? Oh, goodness. I I, I mean. I only have one personality, and it's pretty crazy. I'm like almost like a man-child, almost. Amazing. Okay. And I'm not happy with that. All right, but you are happy with it. You just don't know you're happy with it. Yeah. I. Well, it's hard to overcome all these habits of so many years. Oh, okay. Right, you know, it's like... Uh, I just, uh, so many bad things have happened I've never been able to overcome. Right? I've been, I just muddling through life. And, what a sad uh, way to live. What's that? What a sad way to live. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to overcome. I'm trying to overcome. Okay. We'll get back to that. All right. Okay. Yes, ma'am. 
I um <clears throat> I a while ago actually I've been meaning to share, but I actually went through with acupuncture. It's that little thing they put put bunch oh, of things yeah. in the back. You did that? Yeah. Well, you wanted some pain? Well, I thought it was gonna help me feel better, but it didn't. Yeah. So but I did it because I hate needles and I yeah, me too. Had to overcome that fear of just the thought of needles, and I, it helped my husband. So I was like, well, if it's helping him, maybe I should do it too. And then I was too scared to do it, but I actually did it, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the purpose of it? I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, they or for him, I know it helps with like his muscles and stuff. So I thought it was going to help me also, like. You know, just like little aches and pains that I would have. Right. But it did not help. Did you get your money back? No. You do a refund. I should. Yeah. I need to go, not there. Maybe you're, Maybe I need to go somewhere else. But does it help you? Yeah, it helped me. In what way? Um, so I work a lot from home. So my computer just like you know typing away. So I started getting aches and pains around like my arm area. So it just relieves the tension in the nerves. And then it just helps the blood flow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I've had that done before, too, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And then Hake. So this week, um, I realized that I needed to stop drinking coffee completely. And, then, <laughs> and it was hell all week. And um, <laughs> I had, like, migraines all week. Um, and I didn't realize, like, how potent that is and like how much my body was reliant on it so yeah it was, Amazing. it was really rough how many personalities you have i don't know have I you ever thought about that not really i don't think i have more than one but i mean you don't think you have more than one no oh okay i mean i could be wrong i don't know no you're wrong yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, interesting. How about a personality you have? It's funny you, you asked that question because I was just thinking about that the other day. I feel like I'm more of a chameleon because whoever I'm with, I change how I act. I have a lot of personalities. I don't know. I can't keep up. Really? Yeah. Nice. I'm one, I feel like I'm one person, but I've, my conscious, I change. If I'm with my kids, with my wife, with work, if I'm around friends, I change. Oh, okay. Why do you have so many? I don't know. I think in the moment, it just I feel accepted, and I feel like I have to change a little bit to feel, yeah, accepted. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. Yes, hey. I have a question from YouTube. Everything is fake asks, is anger the root of happiness? Is anger the root of happiness? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, is happiness rooted in anger? There's no happiness in anger. Anger is evil. I think he's asking because, you know, happiness is fake. I think that's why he's asking that. Oh, I don't quite understand the question, but there's no happiness in anger at all. Anger is pure evil. Absolute evil. Okay. That's why you have to overcome anger. But you also said that, like, emotions, the ups and downs are from anger. Right. So, so he made that. He's asking. Oh, yeah. All that stuff comes from anger. Feel good, feel bad, feel good, feel bad. That's why he's asking that. Oh, okay. Yeah. In that case, yeah. But it's not real. It's fake. Okay. Uh, hey, 
Why are you over there? Let me talk to Hake. How many personalities do you have? <laughs> uh, real personalities or fake personalities? <laughs> 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 I don't I don't know if that I could... You're not asking for a real number, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You have a whole bunch of them, too? I, I think I probably have. Because um, I definitely act differently in different situations. with, And it's not necessarily just because I, I should act differently, but because of pressure. You know what I mean? And so you have a whole bunch of them that fit the occasion, right? Oh. But it, not that it's not that it's fitting necessarily, but yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Have you ever thought about all these personalities you have? I have. Sometimes it bugs me. Like sometimes I notice that I um, act differently around different people. Like I'm f- kind of fake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What a mess. Yeah. How many personalities you have? Today is about personalities. There are a whole bunch of personalities in different people. How many you have? I don't know. Maybe a few? Maybe a few? Yeah. And why do you say maybe a few? Because I, I hear, I heard Randy and I heard uh, Hake and how like certain scenarios brings out a certain person in you. And I feel like that could be me sometimes. Really, well, actually, not so much anymore, but since I've been doing the silent prayer, I could say road, wait, road rage was one of them, and that was a crazy me. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I want to say a few. I don't know how many. But definitely a few. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever thought about, why do I have so many yeah, personalities? I do. I've thought about it, and I'm like, man, I'm, am I, I thought I was crazy thinking that. <laughs> because I'm like, how can I have so many personalities and feel some t- like feel certain ways, certain situations? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, am I okay? Am I not okay? Like, am I really crazy? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Okay. Do y'all lay behind you? Want to respond? How many do you have? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> and what are they? Um, I can't really think. Or name them. I've thought about it before recently. Oh, yeah? Actually, yeah. I was what like, made you think about it? Because I was like, I noticed that people in the church are like all holy, and then they come out of church and they're different. And I was like, I want to surround myself with people who... Speak truly, from the chest. I, I want to surround myself with people who truly want to be closer to God and are not just saying that, just to say that. So I did think about it, and... I was just like, how? what can I do? And I was like, I just need to let it be revealed to me because I don't have the answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. That's all I thought about. All right. How many do you have in the yellow hat? Um, <clears throat> at least a few. You have a few? At least a few. A- and what are they? Well, I mean, when you're conducting business, you, you present yourself in a certain way. Um, I not speak about everybody else. In, in I, what way is that? Well, more professional. You know, I might not be as jokey or, you know, have a, just a different professional demeanor. And, you know, when you're around family, your, your immediate family, you can be 
a lot more of who you truly are. So that's two. So that's two, right? And then, <laughs> you know, if I'm going to lunch with friends or people who I love and respect, might have a certain demeanor there. Three. There's three. <laughs> Talking to Jesse, I might have a certain, you know, I ain't gonna let you know all the, the mess. So four. Four. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's about it. So, so you got four. your inner circle and like three you other layers. You get angry sometimes too. No, I don't get angry. You never get angry. No. So you have four for sure. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Amazing. How many do you have? <laughs> um, I do agree with the professional one, like when we're talking to clients and stuff. One. So that's one. <laughs> I get mad sometimes. Two. So that's two. But other than that, like, I, I feel like I'm pretty, like, what you see is what you get. Like, I don't feel like I switch to different people. Have you ever wondered why do you have two different personalities? I guess I didn't see them as different personalities. I just saw it as, like, if you're doing business, you're doing business. You can't be all chill and your normal self. You have to, that you're there for a purpose, right? They need something from you, <laughs> and you're selling them something, so it's an exchange, in a sense, of services, so it's just business. And so when business end, what do you do with that personality? Now you're going to go hang out with your family. What do you do with that business personality? Well, like I said, until today, I didn't really consider it a different personality. I just oh. considered it being professional and then being, bump, you know, myself. Oh, I see. So you, you think of it as you are a professional personality and then you are a self-personality. Yeah. But when you're business, you're not yourself. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't see it as two separate personalities. Oh, I just I saw see. it as acting professional because that's what you need to do, right? With with clients or couples or whatever your business is, you you can't be using certain words. You need to use more professional words or whatever you you know you're doing. Oh, okay. But I didn't see that as two separate personalities. How do you see it right now that we're talking about it? Do you still see it as one? A little bit, yeah, because I, I, I don't know. I, like, I kind of feel like, if I'm being honest, like, I don't feel like I change. Like, don't get me wrong, I feel obviously more relaxed with, with my immediate family, but like, when I go, I'm thinking, like, oh, when I go to my second job or where I go, I've other places, like, I don't, I don't feel like I ch- change for them. I'm like, I am what I am. If you don't like it or you don't like me, then it's what it is. I don't really care. Oh, okay. So, whatever. Amazing. Um... Who told you you need to act business-like? Great question, but I think that's just something that you learn, right? As you're, you, as you're growing up and you're conducting business, <laughs> I don't know, society? Society told you that? Yeah. Okay. And then who told you that you should be a certain, another way at home? I think it's just natural, though, isn't it? Whoever you're comfortable with is you can be your your, your complete self with. Okay. So, I, I don't know. So, just relax. This is just a fellowship, all right? No testing up or anything. I see y'all mind running crazy right now. What is he up to now? <laughs> How many, thank you. How many do you have, Doug? Carry the one. Uh, I think pretty much I am the same most of the time, but I do see like with my employees, I I am one way, but one with my boss, 
I may not say everything I just said to my employees. To so. And then there's Layla. She thinks I'm Doug the Pug, so that's three. three. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do notice that there's some things that I can't when you're necessarily dating, say. When you're dating, are you different around the woman that you're dating than you are with your boss, with your employees and all that? I have been. So how many that? Four? Yeah. Four? Okay. Five. We'll get to one hand here soon. Will you around your friends, are you different with them than you are with your employees, your boss, your date, and whatever? That I don't see as clearly. I don't think that I am, though. Okay. I think that... So you had I think four different ones? Easily. And so why do you have so many? I like the company. I don't know. I like the company. I'm not what? sure. I like the company. I, I don't you like the really. company of all these different persons? <laughs> <laughs> At least you're being honest. I don't, honestly, I don't know. I can't. Have you ever wondered why do I have so many different personalities? I have wondered why I act different in front of certain people, yeah. And why do you have so many? I can't answer that yet. Do you have a business personality? Like the young lady was saying, you know, you're at business, like, when you're doing business? I think I have had that, but I, I don't, I think that I'm kind of the same for the most part. It's just that when I'm in, in front of my boss, it's, or, or the boss is, it's a little bit different because I know how they, I, politically, I know how they think, and it's, it, you know, I can't tell them the same thing that I can tell my tech. So I, I know that, I, I understand that, and, but for the most part, I think I'm the same with everybody. I'm just a little bit quiet, but, you know, I speak up when I need to. And are you happy having so many personalities? I don't seem unhappy. <laughs> I, I don't see myself as unhappy. Do you ever get angry? I've been angry, yes. I do get angry. You get angry, so that's five. We, we found another one. Okay. I told you we're going to have a handful here soon. <laughs> Amazing. And you never, you say you have wondered why you have so many or have not? You didn't think? I, I've seen myself do that. I wonder, you know, why am I, sometimes I know why I'm doing it, uh -oh. like what I just explained about my bosses. Oh, okay. So, but sometimes, sometimes I don't know why necessarily I'm doing it. Okay. Do you want to overcome them or keep them all? <laughs> no, I'm, I think I do. I do want to overcome them. Why? I'd rather just be. I'd. I'd rather just be straight. You know, as somebody said, what you see is what you get with everybody. And why don't you be that? I guess, like for my, in the instance of my bosses, it, you know, you, you have a job, you don't want to necessarily lose your job. So I guess I would say I don't want to lose something. Well, you should be talking politics with your boss like that anyway. Well, not they, at a place I mean, like they that. do. They do? They'll bring it up in a second. Uh, but you're not the boss, they are. Yeah, right. And that's why. The I, boss can bring it up, but. And that's can't. why I don't. Right. Because okay. I, know I'll, I know what happens.
Okay. How many do you have, Nick? More than one. More than one? At least. How many, what are they? You know, I, I never really thought about it like that, a number, oh. or trying to, trying to differentiate them or anything. I just know that why I do it is I'm trying to cover something up. Oh, okay. That's usually why. And it's, I find it hard. I find it hard sometimes to not, like, I'm just myself, a lot of the time, character flaws and all, but if I'm, like, self-conscious and hyper-aware in, like, the bad way, I'll try and cover it up when communicating and interacting. And that's really why I do it. Oh, okay. So you, you have them. But you, but I, don't know, I don't know one, you two, don't three, know what four, they are. or their names either. You don't know their names? No. Well, they definitely have names. Right. I think I, might, I think I might know some of their names. Do you ever get have fear? Yes. That's one. Do you put on a different personality in front of your girlfriend? No. You just, you, you, are you afraid with her too? No. You don't act afraid with her? Mm-mm. That's two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, you, you get emotional sometimes? Sure. That's three. Uh, okay. You get embarrassed? Yes. Four. See, they have names. <laughs> How many personalities? Do you want to overcome them? Yes. And, and why? Because I don't want to cover anything up anymore. I just want to be me. Are you covering it up from yourself or from others? From others. Yeah. Okay. All right. How many do you have? Uh, I mean, I would say a lot. I would say I have a lot just being by myself at home. <laughs> you know? Can you name them? Can I name them? At least some of them. Well, I mean, if we're going to... And I feel like I'm reiterating what people have said, but, yeah, I would think there's the professional one, there's the at-home one, there's the angry one, the fearful one, the emotional one, the make-jokes one, the listen-to-music-so-I-don't-have-to-feel-anything one, let's-make-some-art-and-really-get-out-there one. Like, I mean, I just... I'm real, I, Actually... <laughs> Well, I noticed actually, even before I started coming here, um, I caught myself at work realizing how it's like a light switch when I talk to certain clients. And I, I like walked away from somebody recently and was like, wow, I've really trained myself to put on this, for lack of a better way of saying it, like a clown face, you know. Yeah. Like it's like on and then it's off. It's on. I'm really, I mean... I don't know if I'm really good at it, whatever that means. You know what I mean? It's a very well-oiled machine. Where did you get the idea from to have all those personalities? I think I've been told. I think I've been observing. I think I've taken classes. I think I've studied this. You know, like, <laughs> really, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, and I think, you know, me this week looking at, just a lot of new things in, in conjunction with the biblical question. I even asked my sister on my way here, like, I don't, I don't know who I am, and I don't know, like, actually right before I walked in here, I said, why do I want to be ludicrous sometimes? Like, as a rapper, you know what I mean? Like, why do I... 
I mean, but that, that's I mean, that's a real that's a real thought that I have. You want to be ludicrous? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do. You know what I mean? Amazing. Like it's like a you know I wouldn't say that I hold on to it right. you know, for dear life, but that thought comes in my head, and then I'm like, I'm inspired, and this and that, and then next thing you know, like. I think I'm a black dude rapper from Atlanta. You, you know think you're I mean? a black dude rapper? Well, I mean, not all the time, I but I'm just I saying totally like, these are it. the personalities that I have. Yeah. There's a lot of rappers in there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, this is a really interesting question because I'm really staring down the barrel of, like, I don't know who I am, and it's freaking me out. And do you know where they came from, all those different personalities? The world. Oh, the, oh, yeah. You say you were taught. You took yeah, classes I mean, but for them. also, like, there's nothing around me that's telling me anything <laughs> truthful <laughs> on the outside. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So I think even with the best intentions, I think I've been searching for who I am, and I've been grasping onto worldly things while I'm on my knees or raising my hands or deep in prayer or crying out. Like, I've been all confused, and now I feel like there's this moment of clarity and it's like the patience with being still with God to see who I am and I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. Right on. Really. Amazing. I understand it. How many do you have? Well, I didn't really view personalities as emotions. You're talking about anger and all of these things. I didn't really view them I didn't really view a personality as being that. What did you review it? What did you view it as? I I think of I believe a personality to me, to my understanding, has been how I engage with others. Meaning what? How I, what I'm being with the people I engage with, whether it's my brothers or my dad or my friends, business. So you just see it as. How you present yourself toward others? How I am, who I am with others. And what do you think about all the other personalities you have? Anger, I don't feel, uh, fear. I never thought of anger and fear as a personality. What, what do you think of it as? Emotions. Emotions. And you don't think emotions are a personality, is a personality? Not necessarily, no. Well, what I, is it then? An emotion. <laughs> okay. And do you like having those different things going on? What different things? Emotions being a certain way with one you treat you are the same way in front of everybody? Honestly I I am and I'm not saying that's a, a, a great thing. Right, it's, no, it's I actually saying. led to issues. It me. led to issues? Yeah. In what because, way? Because I don't I don't acclimate to the crowd. I, what, did, what does that mean? I don't. I don't. I don't change who I am based on who I'm with. If oh, okay. I, I am who I am when I'm around people where I sense that they're not being who they are. I flee from those situations. I extricate myself. Oh, okay. Because I don't know how to be anything other than who I am. It's interesting that you never thought of the emotions as personalities. Why haven't you thought of those as personalities? I, I think of them as emotions. I think of those as feelings, things that, that I feel, not who I am. Oh, I see. And where do they come from? They come... Where do emotions come from? 
Where do broken hearts go? I'm not, I don't know, I'm not sure. So have you ever wondered where all these emotions come from? Not really. I'm not really, I'm not a super emotional person, to be honest. But not even super, just emotional, period. I'm not. Lighthearted emotions and all that. Um, I haven't, I, I really, where do they come from? Where do emotions come from? Hmm. This is why I want, I'm encouraging you to know yourself. You're going to be surprised what you're going to discover. How much you don't know yourself. I bet they, I, I'm believing they came from my parents. Because parents? my parents are very, you know, they're not emotional. They're not, they're just. Like Stork. people hear me talking to my family on the phone. And, and I'll get off the phone, and I'll, they'll be like, oh, who is that? You know, whatever. And I'll, oh, that was my brother. You talked to your brother like that? You sounded like you were talking to, like, you're a business partner. So it's, it's very, like, my family has always been very formal and just unemotional. So I'm thinking I probably... When you're home by yourself, let's say you're out working, you're doing your thing, you get home at night, it's just you in, in the room... Are you the same person that's out working, or does something change at home? Like when I'm alone? Yeah. Nobody looking, it's just you. I'm the same as, as I would be in the public. I'm just... So you all stiff-necked at home, too? Stiff-necked? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm stiff-necked? No, I, no, no, when you said the way you treat others, that's... <laughs> That's your personality. So when you're at home by yourself, I guess if I'm stiff, well, that, yes. If do that's you relax you at home? I, I, this, I am. This is relaxed for me. That so, is all of that is relaxed. Okay. So me. even when you have the emotional, emotional stuff, you're still relaxed. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't like. What do you mean when you say that? When you ask that, like, if I'm upset about something, for example, whatever the emotion might be. I mean, I like to have fun. I like to laugh. Uh, yeah, I, I, if, I, if you can I, I don't know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, like, what the? I, I, I want to answer these questions, but I don't really have an answer okay. to what you're asking. All really. right. The young man behind you want to respond. How many do you have? I have one. And what's that one? What's his name? INFJ. It's a personality type. What's that mean? Um, it's you get it from the Myers Briggs test. It's uh, it's like a questionnaire, and it tells you like whether you're introverted, extroverted. Um, are you a more of the sensing type, or are you the feeler? Um, if you're the judging type, or the opposite of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so do you get happy at times? Yes. Do you get sad at times? Yes. Do you get angry at times? No. That's the INF thing? Do you get lonely at times? Um, no. You never get lonely? No. Even not when you're by more. yourself, no one is around? Not not anymore. I'm, I'm okay. I've learned to uh, accept the truth. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yep. 
Anybody else want to tell me how many emotions they have? I mean, how many identities they have? How many you have? One. One? And yes. What's that one? Just Rochelle. What's that? That's me. <laughs> but what is Rochelle? Uh, just, I don't know how to describe it. But I can say that um, I do know where emotions come from. But tell me first, what is that Rochelle, one person you are? It's just, I say one personality, not that I don't have like everybody else said that there may be different ways, which I'm really not for the most part. But even if I do have like a different uh, way that I am with someone at work as opposed to being at home, I think that's all contained in just who I am, one personality. So I don't think there's like different separate personalities. So if you're different at work. I'm not really different at work. No. Are you different at all? No, no, not really. I'll Are you different at all? Mm, no. You're not different at all at work? No. You said not really, I'm kind of... Well, no, it's different for me because I work with dogs, so... I have dogs at home, I have dogs at work. I'm the same way with them. And so you you just Rochelle, right? Just Rochelle. But what is that, though? It's just uh, the being that I am. The what? The being that, what that I what am. What does that mean? Mm, just who I am. And it comes out. So you are Rochelle. Yes. And what is Rochelle? Just, just a girl. <laughs> and you don't have different personalities? No. Not at all. You never no, get emotional. I just have one. You never no, get emotional. I, not anymore. You never anymore. get angry. Not anymore. You don't get any of those things. No. And so, but I still don't understand how you Rochelle. You're not telling me how that is. And I, it's not a test or anything. I don't know it's how just to a, describe it. It's just who I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What the? But can I answer the? Uh, where do emotions come from? Yes. Thoughts. Emotions come from thought? Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Because if you think about something and it gets you pumped up, then that it causes you to have emotions about it. Oh, okay. Like if somebody says something to you that offends you and you get angry about it, it's because of the thoughts that you're, it's the thoughts that are going on in your mind about it. Okay. Um, amazing. The biblical question. What was the biblical? What are the false needs in your life? None. I don't have any false needs. You have, have no one, false needs? No. Really? I have one absolute need, and that's just the presence of God, just God. That's okay. it. Everything else. I used to have false needs. Everything was false needs. I thought I needed to move, or I thought I needed to have more money, but... Once you once you just sit down and be quiet and do the silent prayer and start to God's light starts to shine in, then you become aware that you don't need anything. Okay, amazing, interesting. And how many personalities you have? Many thousands. Uh, you have many thousands? No. 
That's a joke. Um, uh, right now, none. Nine. Zero. You Zero, have no, no. 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 False. No identities. I mean, personalities. Yeah. You, you have no personality. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I so you never feel anything. So when I feel, then uh, I'm listening to Satan. I'm listening to Satan. Do you I'm ever feel anything? I, I have. Do you ever feel anything? It's not a concept, y'all. Just relax. Do I, do I ever feel anything? You know, <laughs> in, my, in the past I have, you know. Do you ever feel anything? Uh, no. So you never feel emotional? It's happened before, yes. I've, I've felt emotion. <laughs> but today, you ask me right now, I don't feel anything. I don't feel No, anything. do you ever feel emotions? Uh, do I? Um, yeah. One personality. Um, do you ever get uh, angry? Mm, no. No. Okay. Do you ever get sad? No, not really. No. No. Do you or don't you? No. It's not a test, so you're not going to get an F. So... The uh, reason, it, it, uh, really, I'm not checking off. Yeah. I'm just encouraging you to know yourself. Yeah. So what? No, reason, but I'm not. Because there's only one personality. And what's that? Um, you know, of Christ, of God. And if, and if you don't have that personality, then you're going to have the personality of Satan. And what is God's personality? He is of calmness, of... Uh, he is of forgiveness, his character, you know, uh, of, of the light, like Christ. And how do you know that? Because uh, the example is Christ. He was, he was an example of the Father. But how do you personally know what's God's personality? I don't personally know because I haven't seen him lately, you know. But, but from what I've read of Christ uh, and Christ's example, uh, you know, his ways. Uh, and if you're not living that then you're going to live the personality of Satan and you're going to have... Which one are you living? Christ. You living the personality of Christ? Yes. You living the personality of Christ? Yes. Okay. Nice. And how are you doing it? Just for, so that we'll know. So my biggest, my biggest success has been um, becoming still, becoming calm, and just like, you know, before I leave the door, I even sit down for a few minutes and I'm able to come out of my imagination, come out of my mind. And so by doing that, um, you know, throughout the day, several times, I'm able to, to oh, okay. stay with Christ. You sometimes live in your thoughts? Yeah, well, it's, he doesn't stop. Satan doesn't stop. And so I... Do you sometimes live in your thoughts? Yes. Okay. And what is it like when you're living in your thoughts? Do it's, you get emotions then? That's when I have personalities. Oh, okay. That's when the ego tells me or, you know, emotion comes in because I listen to Satan and he's a trickster. He's a liar. He's the tempter. Okay. So he's going to and he does not stop. And he actually, you know, kind of increases it sometimes. So, OK. Yeah. Yes. In your hand. What does this conversation feel like to y'all out there? What are y'all thinking? Yes. I'm thinking. Um, you had your hand, right? Yeah. How many personalities do you have? Um, just one. And what is that? Just uh, how I react to things. I'm sorry? How I react. So one is how you react. That's it. Yeah. That's it? And what does that mean? 
Well, it's someone else's. Uh, uh, like it's not my own react, my own uh, personality. Is I'm reacting to some something else outside. Of did you just react to Francisco? Where did Francisco go? Oh, you went away. Did you just react to him? Yeah. You in, in what way? Uh, he made me question like the fact if we lack in emotions, is that a personality trait? Oh, okay. Just because uh, you're identifying these emotions to personality, but the fact that you don't feel those. Is that a personality too? So it's kind of infinite. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. I think I have too many personalities. Can you name them? Uh, one church personality, one work personality, <laughs> one with my neighbor's personality, uh, one on public transit, uh, <laughs> one at if I go to a different church, uh, one with uh, in the coffee room in the in the front, uh, one with my my brothers, uh, one with when I see my mom in the, in the nursing home in Vancouver, British Columbia. She didn't die yet. No, she didn't die. She's, see, yeah, I told you. She says she's gonna be around for a year, right? Yeah, yeah. And you lost your job. Yeah, well. I mean, and I, the latest deal here. Well, at least I mean, I one you can't thing even that was, get the insurance money. Yeah, one thing that was big for me because recently. Because she won't die. Yeah, one <laughs> thing I, I shaved my mustache, which I haven't shaved in more than forty years. So I was like, that was a big change for me. So I was like, you know, it's like, it, well, I, I, my brother says, don't shave the mustache if it's going to traumatize you, <laughs> or is you going to have a personality change? All right. Okay, I want to hear about you, Mr. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Any questions about the question itself? What do you all think about the question? It's a good question. It's a good question? In what way? Nick, you want to give it a mic? She says it's a good question. In what way is it a good yeah, question? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question because it's, it's making me look around the room and look at myself and, it, you know, be... I don't know. I mean, I feel like I was like really hyper aware of all of this this week for some reason anyway, but I, I think it's it's nice to talk about it. It's making yeah. me feel less insane because everybody else <laughs> oh, you is see everybody else at, insane. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Not that everybody else is insane too and that's making me feel better. It's just it's normal. It's but like It doesn't feel a little better knowing that you're not the it, only one insane. Right. It, it's insane. not This isn't just happening to me. Yeah. Quite frankly, it's happening to everybody whether they're in this room or not. You know, yes, it's a good question. And what do you think about what you've heard so far from everybody? Well, I mean, I, I didn't ever consider looking at my personalities as emotions, so that's making me look at something new. And then, what do I think about what everybody's saying? Yeah. I think it's good. I think we're like opening the window and airing it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's good. It's honest. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Do uh, is anybody on edge about this? Everybody okay about watching yourself? Okay. Good. Um, I saw you saying first, 
And they have Raymond in here. It's interesting because I've been doing something you mentioned a few months ago about keeping your mind where your body is. Yeah. And I notice when I drift away into a personality that's not, it's mostly an overreaction to whatever's going on. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll see myself drift off or even here, like I'll admit, I'm sitting still, we're talking, and there are times where I just go unconscious and I just space out and then I come back. So that unconsciousness spacing out is a personality that I didn't even know was there. It's just truly on autopilot. Yeah. And then tying what a into mess. It is a mess. And then tying into your biblical question, uh, what false needs do you have? Oh yeah. Like, what false needs? What are the false needs in your life? I think they're all false needs. Like what for example? Um wanting to dress a certain way to be presentable in front of others. Worrying about your, I don't know, from aesthetics, your hair's combed a certain way, um, speaking a certain way, sounding a certain way, saying certain things so people can, say, can nod and say, oh, yeah, I agree with you. Like, no one gives two rats about that. Okay. But you, me, I have that need where I want to have that uh, acceptance. So they're all false needs in a way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you thought about that before it became a biblical question? No. Oh, okay. No. But I did know a lot of that was nonsense, and it wasn't something I really needed. Like, I think you even said we can't even control hunger. Like, our body just starts, you know, yeah. you feel that feeling, and you got to eat. Yeah. You know. Rufiel says something very interesting. I wrote it down so I can get back to it. Um, yeah, we're not in control of anything. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What is it like knowing you don't control anything? Were you shocked to find that out? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, I was, but I guess it was a, a, a moment of peace because at least I know I didn't yeah. have control over it. Like it's it's a way of like you know okay it's a relief instead of like you know when you're when I was growing up I was told if I make a mistake it's on you if you're doing things that are against the right way it's on you it's always on you. But now that I know I have no control, it's like oh well, just, uh, I'm almost on autopilot. Nice, yeah, amazing. Let me ask your son. <laughs> you been playing your games and stuff? Your football game or whatever? Uh, soccer. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, good. I'm on break right now. Oh, you are? Until April. Oh, I see. Yeah. How many personalities? You, how old are you? Twelve. How many personalities you have? Uh, a lot. A lot? Yeah. Can you name them, some of them? Uh, uh I have... Oh, uh, actually, for... One of my teams, one of my soccer teams, like, uh, actually, no. I don't really know. I can't name them. Oh, okay. But you know you have a lot of different ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you like having different ones? I don't mind it. You don't mind it? No. Yeah, yeah you're a teenager. That's why. Once you get old, you're not going to like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, Raymond. Did I see your hand, Raymond? Yes. Okay. You asked what I thought about the question you put uh, you put to, uh, toward us. Oh yeah, how many personalities you have? I have one. I always believe I have one. And an, what's that one? An evil personality. <laughs> uh, right, and what does that look like? Uh, and, uh, why I see anger within me. Uh, Within me, and I always have, always have as a challenge for me to deal with it. Oh, okay. 
Amazing. Interesting. Yes, James. Somebody online? Yeah. Okay. Greenwald says personalities sound demonic, just by the way. But Edward082516 on Rumble asks, I get angry quite often with my stepkids, boys. How would I overcome getting angry with them? By forgiving. You got to forgive. When it's stepkids? Stepsons. Yeah. You got to let anger go by forgiving and the spirit will be taken away from you. But unless that happens, you're going to be angry. You can't help it. You got to go and forgive your, your mother, your father, and stop judging yourself. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Amazing. Anybody else? Um, yes. What was that, the last week's biblical question? What are the false needs in your life? So my, my false needs, uh, uh, I, I realize that, um, you know, all the things of, that I desire by my eyes are, you know, eating popcorn, you know, uh, because really you only need, the only needs you have are, you know, uh, water, food, heat, you know, you don't really need a fancy sweater, you know, you think you do, the ego thinks it needs everything. So, so the false need in your life is popcorn and a sweater? <laughs> yeah. Put those on the top of the list. And, and the other thing about personality, uh, that's kind of a new thing. That's not in the Bible. Um, when they used to talk about um, personalities, uh, like right now, they, people are crazy. They got 100 personalities. There's only one personality. That is the personality of Satan and uh, of, of emotion. And, and you, you're tricked into thinking that you're dealing and talking to that person like even myself. You know, when I've become emotional, I think it's me. And I can, that me is talking to somebody, but that me that was emotional is really Satan. It's really the devil. And, and I think it's me talking. I think it's me being angry or emotional, but that's, that's, that's Satan. Okay. So uh, becoming aware and, and, you know, being still, I can see, you know, that's a trick because he's a tricker. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. And he does not stop in your sleep, in your dreams. He does not stop. Okay. Amazing. Did I see your hand? Okay. Yes. The lady in the white sweater. Hello. Hi. I was going to answer the biblical question. If uh, What are the false needs in your life? Um, for me personally, it would be I have this need to know, like knowledge. I like to learn. You have a need to know yeah, and like knowledge. knowledge. And then uh, the other one I really, the first one that came to mind this week is um, that, it's, that it's to be alone. To be alone? I, yeah, I, I, I've come to realize it's not good to be alone. It's not good to be alone? No. And, and why not? And so you have a need to be alone, a false need, but it's not good. I would say that the false need came when someone said to me, once you're okay being alone, you will attract someone into your life. Oh, like, someone told you that? Mm-hmm, yeah. And did that happen? Uh, I mean, I've attracted different people into my life, I guess. But you didn't like them? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. 
So to be alone is a false need. Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. And how many personalities do you have? I, I believe I just have one, but I show, you know, different sides of myself in different situations. You have one, but you show different sides of yourself. Yes. So you, that one side have different personalities. Um, that one personality. I'm sorry. Say that again. You have one. What's the one personality you have? Just me, <laughs> me. <laughs> you say you. Yeah, just me as a whole. And, and and who are you? I I am. How do you describe you? Oh my gosh, I I don't even know. Like I'm just a child of God that is complicated. Do you believe that? So you're a child of God. Yeah. You believe God dwells in you. Yes. Do you believe Satan dwells in you? Oof, that's a scary thought. <laughs> why well, that is easy to accept God is dwelling in you, but not Satan, huh? Yeah. And why is that? Because we were made by God. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. I heard you say something on the radio, I think it was this week, that was so interesting to me. I just thought you could maybe expound on it a little bit. So you had a caller that called in, and she was dealing with some sort of, like, demonic oppression. Oh, yeah. And she was saying that, like, she was seeing spirits and all this kind of stuff, and you just listened to her for a while. But then she got to the point where she started getting emotional about it, and instead of going there with her and trying to comfort her, her daughter jumped on the phone, and you told her, yeah, she uh, she love it. And I was just like, wow. And you were able to see clearly through that she actually loved the whole drama that went on with. That's why she was crying. A, yeah, that's right. It was that's all, it, she was loving talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then she brought some tears in to mm-hmm. add to it. And, and now the world feels sorry for it. That add to it. And, yeah. and she'll hold on to that for dear life. How she loved her misery. See, how are you able to see that that's what it was and that she didn't need help? She actually loved it. <laughs> what you, this is why I'm trying to encourage you to know yourself because we're dumb as a donut we're blind and cannot see but we don't know that we're blind we think that we can see and we can't and until you start to overcome those things yourself you're not going to understand what's going on with others it's just not going to work and so once you truly start to overcome you see you just see yeah. and, and, and you'll be like oh wow what the how, and, and, and what does I mean I didn't know I was that blind I didn't know I was that dumb because normally I would have felt sorry for her right. I would have been in her sadness with her yeah. but that's hell I ain't going into the hell and you were telling her that's she, why I she didn't want to over, she didn't want to overcome it she was trying to make it right. seem like oh she just needs some help with overcoming it but she didn't want to do that no she just needed somebody to talk to to get a false support from to say there 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 you are you're gonna be okay baby just pray right. you know she get wanted that she house. didn't want to be told how to overcome it right Amazing. what a mess huh what are the false needs in your life in my life uh-huh. <laughs> that's fine um Thank you.
Approval from people. Approval. But I'm giving you stuff that I used to deal with because I'm overcoming a lot of this stuff. And so, like what are the faults you need now? Um, I don't think I have many. You have no false needs? No. Really? Yeah. And how did, you, how did you overcome them all? I started looking at myself. Oh, you did? I started looking at myself and no one else. How do you feel when your wife thinks that you think you're more than what you are? You're better than her. She never told me that, but I just know them. How no, no, I know y'all talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, if she ever thought that, I would just pay attention to see how I reacted to it. Okay. Because it might be true. Yeah. Be quick to listen. Does he listen when you tell him he thinks he's better, he's smarter? I don't really tell him that, so. Why don't you tell him when you're thinking it? I, I, I think that's something maybe before we started hearing your message. Uh-huh. But I haven't. To my memory, I haven't said that to him for Good. a very, very long time. Do you still cry? Sometimes. Yeah. And it's how a lot does, better than what it used to be. And does he ignore when you cry? No, I think he does a really good, in, a good job in listening. And then if I'm being silly or obnoxious, right on. We'll, he'll tell me. He's, he's got so much better in, like, he'll tell me the truth. Nice. But in, like, a respectful, a respectful way so that I can hear it and deal with it rather than being triggered but now I'm learning that if anything I'm bothered by by my reaction then there's a problem with me so it's like each stage I go through I'm learning the the issues if I'm bothered by anything the issue is with me and not with him during the week let's say we have church on Sunday Mm -hmm. during the rest of the week do you work on paying attention to yourself now yeah every day like yeah, uh, so. I mean, I, I definitely go through ups and downs where sometimes I, like, space out and go off on, like, a tangent, and then I have to, like, bring it back. But I'm generally more aware of myself, my behavior, my thoughts. Nice. You're doing the prayer every day? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Um, and just, yeah, just being, and also, like, the, um, what Randy was saying about uh, is my, my body, my mind where my body is? Because you just drift off. You're thinking about dinner, you're thinking yeah. about... Washing, you thinking about the things you got to do, and, um, yeah. Okay. So do all of you kind of work on yourself now? You watch during the weekdays and at work and everywhere? Oh, good. The one thing I want to tell you, and you will see it if you stay with it. You got to stay with it no matter what happens. You got to stay with it. If the whole world turned against you, your daddy, your mama, your kids, the cat, the dogs, if they turn against you, you got to stay on that path, right? And, and be glad that they turned against you because it allows you to see if you had the wrong relationship with that, the wrong need for it. Uh, but I do want to tell you that the mind is wicked. The mind and emotions are pure evil. Pure evil. And, and it's worse than what you can imagine. If you stay with it, eventually you're going to... St- even more so start to overcome evil and you ought to see how nasty and wicked and evil is inside of you. Like the young lady was saying, it's hard to admit, to say Satan dwells in me, but it's easy to say God dwells in me. Right? But Satan dwells in the, in, the, in the body. He used the human form to live through. 
and he works through the human form to create evil toward the person that he lives in and toward others. And he is wicked. It's worse than what you think. But don't be afraid because he sound tough, but he, as Francisco was saying earlier, he has no power at all. He, he's very, he has zero power. It's been done. He does not have the power to make you feel afraid. He does not have the power to make you feel shy or insecurity or worried or any of that. It's just that you believe that he does because all your life you've been identifying with him thinking that it was you. It was not. And in our world today, if you really look at what's going on in your own personal life, in the life of others, in the government, in the media, and the the demons that are controlling from up there too, it's the same thing. They have wars that are, they talk about war because they're evil. It was just like the woman that called the show and talked about the demons she sees. And the problem is, the demons are not out there. She thinks she sees them, but they're in her. But she thinks that it's happening outside of her. When someone makes you mad, or make you glad, it feels like something is happening out here, but it's really happening in here. No one can make you feel afraid or sad if it's not in you. If it's not in you. And the world is, Satan is working through people to destroy, not to build. He's evil. And it works in the mind. And what we do, instead of calling it evil, we call it, we give it different names. But there are personalities. A fake smile is a fake personality. When you go into the market or into the post office and the clerk looking at you like she doesn't have time to be dealing with you and you feel a little something about it, that's a, a spirit. That's a fake personality. You'll call it fear or you'll say, oh, she's so mean. But what she's doing, the way she's acting, has nothing to do with what's happening inside of you. Inside of you. It's already there. And outside is just because you overreacted to it, as someone said. You overreacted to it. It's really all inside of you. And if these spirits were not inside of you, nobody out there, nothing, can make you feel any kind of way at all. But it's all in you. And instead of calling it wicked, we call it personality. Ain't no such thing as a personality. Because if you had no anger, you were free of the imagination, period, there would be no personality. There would be no you at all. There would be nothing. And you would just live in the world and not bothered by the world at all because inwardly, where the kingdom of heaven dwells, is that you're really free. But the mind is wicked. When you say that, oh, when you said I have a, a, a work personality, a business personality. When you said I have an evil personality at work because you're putting on a fake. <laughs> That's not who you are. You're faking it. You're pretending to be so business-like. You know what I mean? That's not you. That's a spirit that made a home in you. And yes, we were taught to be that way. Because we were told, oh, you need to act professional at work. And so we find this spirit and we put on a fake personality at work. Or when we're at home, we're told, oh, you need to relax at home. These are just a kid. Take your wig off. And just, 
and just let go. That's a fake personality too. It's all in the imagination. It's not real. When you're feeling sad or lonely, it's an evil. It's all evil. It's all evil. When you are one way with your kids, and then if your kids should act a certain way, all of a sudden now you switch. That's evil personality. And don't call. And I'm saying this because the world has cover up evil by giving it names like personality, happiness, sadness, depression, uh, fear, and worry. When it's really, if you could just see it as evil, because that's what it is, then you won't cover up the devil. And the light which allows you to see that it's evil will destroy the darkness. But if you give it a name, you're going to protect the darkness. Because you are giving it a name and you have identified with it. And God can't do anything about it. Because you think it's you. The devil had, have done a, a number on us by giving us names to cover up evil. You're none of those things at all. And it's all, all thoughts, except for practice one, practical one, but all thoughts and feelings are evil. The fake laughter, the, the one, ladies, when a guy tell you, I love you, oh, I love you. What do you mean? that? I hate you. <laughs> I just need you for a false need right now. But I really don't love you at all. He's lying to you. And guys, when a woman tell you, oh, I love you, you're so fine. Well, she said, oh, I hate you. And I need you to fulfill this need that I have. Make me feel safe. Make me feel emotional. Make me feel loved. Make me feel like I'm a good wife. Whenever you hear a woman say, I'm a good wife, she's telling she's evil. I'm an evil wife. Because if you're a good wife, you never have to say it. How do you know you're a good wife? You're really just being yourself with no identity. You have zero identity. And that's why we, you, you must die from the false identities. And when you die from that, everything else disappears, and then you will appear, and then you, none of those things are there at all. You're just a living being without even thinking that, you, that you're living, that you're a living being. You know Rochelle, you know nothing. Now, I know we use names because we live in a physical body, so we use it as a form of communication, but it's not who you are at all. There's no you. As someone said, you're created in the image of God, but you have no clue what that is like right now because you're listening to the devil. And if you can practice more and more being aware of those thoughts and emotions, and even when you, like the young lady said, sometimes you go get identified with me, gonna, it's going to be like a rough week. And the rough week is identified with the feelings. But it's really not rough as the devil wanting to deceive you and to make you think that is you, so you can fight with him. Stop fighting. It's a waste of time to fight with the devil inside. Don't, like when you feeling this, the pain of thoughts and emotions, don't be like, oh, I feel so bad. I can't believe this. And just move on and, and give the devil no fight at all. And the light will fight on your behalf. He really will. There's not to, to get mad about being mad is supporting the devil. 
You're giving it life. And if someone in a marriage situation, friendship, whatever, if someone don't act the way you think they should act and you feel something about it, that's inside of you. In all honesty, nothing is happening on the outside to you. It's all happening within. But the devil makes you think it's happening out there and you'll look out there to try to deal with or overcome it. It's not out there. It's in you. And that's why we must die from the ego. And, and the way that you're going to die from the ego, the heart must be changed to love so the light of God can work through it to kill the darkness. Satan is just in the mind and is in the body. He's not in us. He's not in you at all. And you've never done anything wrong, as I said. You'll never be guilty. Christ did it. But you got to let all these personalities go. They're evil spirits. Isn't that amazing? There's no such thing as personality. They're evil spirits. It's the nature of the devil. But the world name them so that you don't see what's going on. And then they can control you. Just think about this. And then I'll tell you, young lady with the white on. Uh, let's think about this. Just think about this. We're fighting over race. Black and white people fighting over race. Does that make any sense? Who got us doing this? Who convinced us that one is better than the other one or the other one can hold the other one down? Who convinced us of that? And now they're sitting back while we either make it a fool of ourselves can never resolve a problem, but they're making buku money and getting all the glory for it. The people with the money and the fake power, they're using that to keep the money and the fake power. And they use their money to control you because they use the media and the media happen to do it too. But because you don't see what's going on, you're overreacting to it. You believe it to be true. They say that you can't say white lives matter. Who told you that you can't say white lives matter? And then if you say it, somebody will get mad and they don't want to fight you for saying white lie. What kind of sense? That's not logical. Look like the individual would think, oh, who told me that I can't say or that white lives don't matter or black lives don't matter? It's spirits. The same spirit that operate in you is operating in the ones that are high up and they are passing it down to you and controlling you. And because you have not overcome the nature of the devil, it happens. They can tell you that the economy is bad and we going to war. Well, first of all, they can tell you we are not going to war. There will never be a war. And you're like, Phew, that feels good. <laughs> Knowing that I'm not going to, we're not going to war. And then they'll decide for more money and power, they'll decide we're going to have a little war here. So we're going to war. And now you're scared again, and while you're in your fear, they're telling you why they're going to war. We got to go for this reason. We got to go for that reason. And then they got you. And you would agree to a war. And then the one that's going to get killed when we have the war will be you, because you ain't got no barking to go under. These people up here, they're protected from all that already. But down here, you're fighting and agreeing, and you know. This is why you should never take sides with anyone or any issue. It's enough to hear it and see it, but don't take sides because you don't know all the inner details that's going on. But once you overcome the mind and emotion, the ego, you will know. They won't be able to trick you.
you can see that they're just lying to you. And you won't be afraid. But the ego got to die. You got to let go of all the personalities that the business person. Because once you're one with the Father, once all that evil stuff passed, you're going to treat everybody in every situation the same anyway. Anyway, it's going to be perfect love. If you get a job or you have a job, you're just going to naturally do the right thing. You, you sign the contract. Okay, you give me $1,000. This is what I'll give you. And you'll be, this, you'll be yourself. You'll be one. These different personalities, you're split. It's an up and a down, and a right and a wrong, and a yes and a no, and a this and a that. But when you're one with the Father, when you die from these different personalities, you're just one. One spirit with the Father. You're a whole person. And no situation, you will be as comfortable at work as you would at home. Because there's nothing, there's no switching back and forward. You're one whole you one whole being. We think about that. But they have lied to us. We've been deceived. And you're going to have peace. And in peace, you can't break that. And happiness, happiness, because it is evil, it could be up and down. It could be based on what you think, feel, or what somebody give you, or take away from you. But in peace, there is no div- division. It's not divided. And it's not based on anything. And you can overcome the thought. I'm telling you, you got to stop protecting the ego and watch the thoughts and all these personalities and things you have made up. I hear uh, black women say, I'm a black woman. I'm strong. I know you're not. Because first of all, if you're that way, you're going to have to be saying it. How do you know you're strong? There's no, no feeling in being strong. There is no feeling in life. Life, it just is. That's why we must be born again. So you got to let these personality, they're all wicked and evil because they come from a dark place. It's disguising the devil. And people who are uh, living that fake disguised life, they love tormenting others. Because they love the torment in themselves. And they love it. They work overtime to see what they can do to torment you. And they feel good about it. And then when you're down and out, when you're down, when they've knocked you down, they'll come over there and kick you again. Just to give you pain. It's like in a relationship with a man and a woman, when they get together, they all lovey-dovey. Oh, I love you. You love me? Yeah, kissy, kissy. And then in a week, they can't stand one another. And then they get into an argument. They say some of the worst thing possible to one another to try to kiss you. And then once you're down, they'll kiss you more. That's evil. But they love you. <laughs> it's in here. We've been deceived. We really have. But thank God for Christ. He came he done it. And everything that you're dying from, he took it on. And he died from it. And he rose. And you will too if you stay with it. And it will be rough. You're right. It gets rough sometimes. So when you first learn this, you start trying and, and the ego thing doesn't want to die. And it just feels like it's you. And it just feels like you want to cry. It just feels like, Lord, have mercy. 
I need a drink. But it's not you. Take it anyway. Take it. Sit in that silence and take it. Because the last thing the devil likes is silence. Why do you think he created the computers? They keep all the kids in here all day walking up and down the street. Little computer addicts. To distract them. It was the same thing when they invented TV. We were delivering the TV. It was, it's a distraction. And so the parents got to moderate the way your kids because they can get addicted to that. I see adults doing the same thing. They live in the, I see people taking their cell phone to the bathroom. I'm like, what are you going to be doing in the bathroom on the cell phone? Don't you need some downtime? <laughs> but it's all in here. And Satan is doing that. And so when the people try to hurt you, because people are wicked, the heart is wicked. That's why he said salvation of the heart. He changed the heart from hate to love. Then he'll destroy the wickedness of the body, the mind and body. But you got to be aware of what's going on and see how you've been deceived. We've been deceived with words. And that's why we're made to feel good with words or we can feel bad with words. Because we have identified with words. Okay, I saw that. May I saw some hands? Let me go here. Who else did I see? Here. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I, I have a question, um, and maybe I'm just overcomplicating it. When I hear that the heart and the mind are wicked, like how? What about when we have like loving or good thoughts? Does that, like, is it ever good? Or is it always wicked? Like, I'm just confused why the focus is on right. the wicked part. There is no such thing as a good thought. There are practical thoughts. Like he was talking about his uh, uh, business where he does weddings and things. He's going to sit around. He's going to figure out how we're going to really make these pictures beautiful. We want the customer to be happy. But once that's done, he's not going to live by that. It's just a tool, right? Other than practical thoughts, there's no such thing as a good thought. It doesn't exist. So how do I know my mind is wicked then? Like, how, how do like, you know your mind is wicked? Yeah. Pay attention to it. Watch it. Watch it and you will see. And it's beyond what I'm telling you. And every human being walking this earth going through the same thing. He said all who are born are born into this. But you got to return to the Father where the light is. But uh, watch those thoughts. That's why I would tell you, if you take your eyes off others and keep them on you, you're going to clearly see what's going on in others. And that's your protection from evil. But you got to overcome the evil in you. And any time you overreact to anything, or any time you name call or you're jealous, really you're talking about yourself. What you accuse others of is what's happening inside of you. But you say, this person this and that person that, right? You really say, this is going on inside of me. But because you don't want to accept it and, blame, and see it, you blame others. Because if it wasn't in you, there would be no thought or feeling about it in someone else. It wouldn't bother you because it would be in them and not in you. But you would see it in them. 
but you would know that it's not them. They can't help it. But everything you complain about is about yourself. You don't love me. And what the person said, I don't, I don't love you. You know what I'm saying? And now you got to give them love, which is fate. And now you're evil. Two devils fighting. But there is no such thing as a true thought. All thoughts are wicked. Wicked, worse than what you can even imagine. But you will see as you're dying from them. And the devil going to scream. I want you to know he's going to give you a fit. Because he is dying and he, he doesn't want to. And he know now that you have heard that these thoughts are evil and not yours. He know that. He hear us talking right now, right? He don't like that. Because light is being shined. And you're getting a clue of what's going on. And a little bit of clue is going to wake you up a little bit and a little bit. And you're going to start paying attention. So pay attention to thoughts and feelings. And I think, I think Rochelle, somebody was saying, every thought has a feeling. And none of them are yours. They have never been yours. I totally agree with you. I mean, I definitely have thoughts that i like, embarrassed about, I'm ashamed of. Um, yeah, I, 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 I do struggle with this because, you know, then I have other thoughts. I'm like, oh, that's, you know. Say what now? I have other thoughts that I'm not ashamed of or embarrassed of. Like, I guess I would just say that they're good thoughts, but if all thoughts are... Lies, no, it's then. a setup. All thought, I'm telling you without a doubt, because God doesn't give, when, you, when he gives you a clear mind, you're going to be able to see and do the right thing and be, be right. Life is about being right. You need a new nature. It's not, life is not about a change of mind. It's a change of nature. We must be born of the nature of God. Because right now we have the nature of the devil, and that's why we do wrong, because we have the wrong nature. We have an evil nature. Why do you think people try to hurt one another? They, you know, they're not trying to help you. Their nature is, is wrong. We need to be born of the nature of God. And then born of that nature, you're going to naturally do the right thing. It would be like doing wrong. But there will be no wrong in you, so you will never do wrong again. Because the devil will depart from you eventually. Because you're not going to, as someone said, don't overreact. Stop overreacting. Take it. Take the insult. Take the name calling. Take the degrading. Take the uh, embarrassment. Take the disrespect for your personality or your title. Take it. It's all ego. It's all a lie. So watch those thoughts. Pay attention. Just watch them. And, and, and just know, where did that come from? I, I never would have thought of something like that. So where am I getting this feel good thought for? Now I feel good. A few minutes ago, I'm feeling bad. Now I got a thought where I'm feeling good. If you question it, where did that come from? But you got to work on yourself. And, and I didn't know how they have covered up the devil by giving him different names and different personality. Oh, I'm being mean today. That's just my personality. I'm being nice today. That's just my, that's who I am. That's my personality. That's not who you are at all. That is evil. I'm going to go feed the hunger today. That's evil. Because now you got to hide from it. 
And you go tell somebody you went and fed the hunger. <laughs> what you do to what you do today? Oh, child, I went and fed the hunger. <laughs> I saw a bomb on the streets, and I gave him a dollar bill, and the bomb took advantage of you. But you felt good. I noticed that when people give money to the homeless, I mean, they be driving down the road, and the people hang out on the freeway, and they give a dollar, and they look around and see who's in other cars to make sure somebody saw them give a dollar. Because it's a good feeling, which is evil. Let what you do in secret stay in secret, so you don't get high from it. There's some serious stuff, but it's so much fun working on yourself if you stay with it. It doesn't feel like fun at times, but eventually it will. But you got to stay with it. You got to let the ego die and insults and embarrassments and degrading and whatever kills the ego if you don't fight for it, if you don't protect it. All thoughts are all lies and all personalities are wicked. And there's a perfect personality, but it has no name. It just is. And one last, and then I, t- I saw so many hands, I want to get to them all. There is uh, no you. Because the idea that there's a you is a thought. And then now you're going to build a fake you. And somebody can come along and tear that idea down real fast. They can insult you as a Rochelle or John or Jim. Jim, you are no good. Who do you think you are? Now you want to die. (laughs) But we have life. We can take life. We can choose life now. Really can. You do not have to live in this hell. I noticed that because of these fake personality, something can happen with, with, let's say you guys are friends. She go and rob a bank. And then in 30 years, you never knew she robbed banks. Even though she invited you over, she have a fine home up on the hill, right next to a Black Lives Matter woman. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been knowing her for 30 years. And then you find out one day she robbed banks. And you're like, what? She never robbed your bank. She always treated you well. You learned a lot from her. But if other people overreact to her robbing the bank, you'll react to it. I ain't talking to her no more. She robbed the bank. But what did she do to you? She didn't do nothing, but she robbed the bank. I don't want nobody to think I'm hanging around with a bank robber. That's a fake person, a false personality. Because if she robbed the bank, it has nothing to do with you. And if the whole world found out she robbed the bank, how did it affect you? She was always your friend or your sister or your cousin. You know, but people react to other people's situations. Does that make sense? Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Your husband would never cheat. But let's, let's say you find out your husband was cheating. But you, you're on the right path. You overcome it. And you found out he cheat, cheated, right? You're not going to get mad. Oh, I can't believe he cheated on me. I'm going to go out and tell the world. I'm going to get rid of this guy. It, was, it wouldn't bother you at all because you weren't trying to get anything from him anyway. You didn't. 
That's what? That's what? Ooh. I hit a whole run here. So what now? You, if I'm correct in saying you said I, w I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be bothered. Right. If you were not trying to get a sense of identity from him, if you were not trying to get love from him, if you didn't need him for anything within, if you found out he was cheating, first of all, you would understand that it wasn't him, but that thing drive, he looking for something, right? That he was empty. That doesn't mean you stay with him, or you might be able to forgive him and stay with him. But you will have a clear understanding and will not judge him and not be affected by it. Yeah, but that, but yeah, I understand that. But I think that definitely affects your your relationship, your marriage, the home that you've created for your children as well. Because not if you if you if you're not getting identity from it, it wouldn't move it. But then hang on a minute. If he rolled out like most people, <laughs> if he rolled out like like some people do, then if I decided that you know that's not acceptable, or we knew that that's not acceptable, and I was like, well, I'm not tolerating that that behavior. That's what you've done is wrong, even though I'm not, like, angry and emotional about it. I then, love this. Then I'd be like, okay, then that's it. Like, we're, we're done, right? But then two people are not now living in the same home, which then affects, is, affects how my children are being raised. Amazing. Because now their parent who stepped out is not in the house. Let's say that she called you up for coffee and said that to you. What would you say? <laughs> you guys are good friends. And she's like, he cheated. He even had his hat on when he cheated. And now it's affecting the family. We have one person at home now, and I'm affected by it. What would you say? I mean, I know the new year, whatever. What would you say? Well, the old me would have. I have a certain relationship with that whole thing that's always been different from the masses. I don't think that that's grounds for leaving a marriage. Um, I think that that can be worked through. No, oh, see there? Would you be affected by it if you found out your husband cheated? I've actually thought about this because I had a situation which obviously I'm not going to go into that now. All right, All right of course. Um, and don't. However, uh, Never put your personal business out there. I, yes, I learned that at a very early age. They used to teach us that in the old school. But they, people put their personal business out there now, the men, and this. Nick did a show about it because the men were suffering from putting their personal business out there. Go ahead. Um, I think that there's grace in that. I don't, I mean, I've honestly thought long and hard about this, and I, I, I don't really think it's a big deal. To be honest, I think that uh, <laughs> uh, I think that I mean I think that it happens. I think it happens, and I'm not saying I'm giving my husband a license to go out and have right. this open marriage. Right. I'm not saying that that's by right. any means, I but I'm that. saying I I just have a certain security. He does his thing, I do my thing, and if that's his choice, then that's his choice, and I'm going to have to deal with that if and when the time would come, but here and now and thinking through it and have, having thought through this type of scenario, um, I, would, I would work it out. Right on. What would you do? Well, not what would you, but what do you think about her, what she said, that it, it's going to affect the family if he does that because now you have one person at home instead of a husband and a wife and it's going to upset the kids in a way, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about all that? 
Um, I have, like, there's so much being said in this room. I feel like I'm getting confused. <laughs> like, um, there's, there's a lot. I, I mean, my f- first thought and feeling, which is of the devil, is like, he's a liar. You know, that's the first thing that comes up. And so now I'm looking. Now I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that. Yeah. You pretend to be a good husband. You're a liar. I'm looking at so many things. It feels so good about saying that. I know. I'm seeing so many things of like how I used to see things, how I see things now. What's the devil? What's the truth? Like, there's a lot going on. I mean, honestly, if somebody called me and she, whatever this scenario happened, and somebody came to me. I might ask if I could call her back because this isn't my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like, whoa, this is, like, I've already, I'm over here, like, with a pie diagram of what my life looks like and the devil and God and, the, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, just oh, okay. figure it out. But, I, I, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, if you're in the relationship together and you're not wanting anything from each other, and you're, like, I hear hear that i'm hearing that but like this scenario just made it really (laughs) like tangible and so now i'm like i don't know i don't like i I gotta go like that's my you like i gotta go kind of like i don't know like call can i call you later (laughs) because this is like it's a lot i feel really i understand what what all you're saying i really do yeah i don't you know because my, my next thinking is, like, this isn't my marriage, this isn't my business. Whatever they have going on, they need to figure it out. And, like, I, I, don't, okay. know, I don't know what to say to that. Amazing. <laughs> uh, did you have your hair? I just have one. Okay. I yeah. And then, Rochelle, I want to know, how would you deal with this? I'll make it quick. Yeah. What I wanted to say is that, especially since doing the work, I have... When I think about scenarios like that, and just last week, we had a package delivered. The package seemed to arrive there safely, get home, no package, review the camera, and there was another delivery person that was en route to a different place to deliver a package. He decided to pick up our package and take it along with him. I was so incensed for a moment, but (laughs) then I seriously stopped and I was like, nope, what is it that you've done? Danielle, in the past, that would be equivalent to what this guy did. Let it go. Do what needs to be done. Report it to yeah. the authority. It's just a package. Yeah, report it to the, yeah. And just like that, it was done and gone. I did what I needed to do. And, it, and I thought about you because you always say practical thoughts are fine. Just do what you need to do yes. and then be done with it. I'll get another. I'll get a replacement package. There's no need to expend all of that emotion that's it's the right. very similar feeling that i feel towards this whole cheating thing i know it is not a popular opinion what i expressed earlier however i sincerely feel like if my husband were to do that all i need to do is go back in my memory bank and not too far and think about things that i've done that may not have been cheating but it's, it's the, the same, same spirit absolutely so y- yes ma'am I think the main the main difference. I understand what everybody's saying in the, in the viewpoints. I think for me the main thing is, yes, I'm not saying that's something that you can't work through or overcome. I'm just saying from this the, the fact that when you 
when there's young children in the mix of that situation, you're not just thinking about your own situation that you and your husband may have. You've now got to think about what you're, how you're affecting the next generation. Right. So not saying that that's not something you shouldn't or couldn't or wouldn't work through. I'm just saying that there is a more of a massive effect that you need to think about. So I feel like most marriages should have not boundaries. Well, well, yeah, boundaries of like what's the line, what's acceptable, so that those scenarios don't even happen. Wow. And who set the boundary? I think when, when you're dating, I think you go through... Uh, you talk about those things and you, you see what the other person's perspective and, and, and line is. Like, I don't have any male friends. I have no reason to have any male friends. The only male friends that I... Not male friends. The only other males that I'm around are other married couples where we're all friends together, but I wouldn't be texting other men unless it's a, hey, can you pick up this shift? Yes, no, okay, great, bye. What would happen if you had a male friend? I just don't think it's appropriate. So oh. You know what I'm saying? So there's boundaries to, like, what's acceptable. I understand. I know what you're saying. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, sir. He had his hand. She, but she has. Then how? She always gets offended when I say she. That's she gets it. offended when you say she? Yeah, my mom. When I wow. say she, she gets really Local. offended. <laughs> I can't call her she in the house. Really? She, but, what'd you say? She wants you to call her mom all the time? It's a British thing. Uh-uh. Stop that. What's, that's, you totally identify with being a mama. What do you mean? Go ahead. Say I was asking a question, but you have friends with Phoebe and Dave, remember? Yes, but I'm saying it's in a way that it's another married couple. I don't just go out for dinner with Dave. Don't let the kids see it. (laughs) You could go out with them then. You said you wouldn't have any boyfriends, though. Meaning, Meaning I wouldn't go out with just for lunch with Dave. I would go out with Phoebe and Dave. That's what I mean. But why can't you go out with them? <laughs> Say hello. What do you mean? Why can't you go have lunch with him? Or say hello or something? We've just done... Speak a little loud. You make a lot why? of sense. Why? Because um, from what I understand it as of right now and how I feel is that I don't think personally it's appropriate for me to go out with just another male. I Feel- don't... Feelings don't matter. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, do you, what do you think of that? Um, the young lady behind you want to have some input with that, and I, she's all over the chair right there. She's like, <laughs> I, I respect her so much. Like, you are honoring your husband. And I think that is a great example to set the children. So I totally... I totally understand. Amazing. You just never know when you open a door or a little window, and it's just, it's like the the devil whispering in your ear. Right. I I respect I understand what you guys are saying. I do understand it. I know why you're saying it, and I understand it. The young lady, the two young ladies right there want to do it, then we'll move on. I saw some more hands here. What What do you want to say to that situation? Wait, the friend situation or no, the cheating she, situation? No, the husband cheated on her. And now she just... 
Livid. Ooh, livid. I wish you would have been here on Thursday for Women's Forum because this is something that we I shared with you. Yeah, but I wasn't going to bring yours up. Okay. It's up to you, though. Um, well, I'll tell you that situation later. Okay. But... Um, just so they know, he didn't cheat on you. He did not cheat. Yeah, yeah. No, my husband did not cheat thinking, on me. Oh, just he didn't so, cheat. No, it was just a hearsay type of thing. People <laughs> right. are trying to stir up he stuff. He didn't cheat. He did not but cheat. But we just at talk all. about your cheating. But your thought. <laughs> <laughs> He's scratching his head. He's like, huh? I know. He's like, what the? <laughs> I'm about to die tonight. No. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> No, I mean, people stir the pot, you know, and yeah. people talk and love to talk and they love to see just, evil. yeah, there's so much evil out there, you know, and honestly, being in that situation where obviously he did not cheat, but just the thought starting to play, it is crazy. I mean, it's intense and, and I mean, thank God he didn't cheat, but, you know, just hearing those thoughts just the thoughts themselves the thought of it felt like it happened insane and I, I honestly reacted like it happened and I was like oh <laughs> no you know especially because he travels for work so it's really hard and those thoughts are just they get the best they really do get the best of you all like, thoughts, thoughts all lies yeah. all the time about anything and if it wasn't for me obviously what we know now and being able to like sit in those thoughts and just take that hell and realize that they're just thoughts, I think I would probably keep reacting the way I was when I first heard what I heard. And She would have had the lawyer at the door when you got home from work. I was just, just going to say, though, if, let's just say hypothetically, he did, because that's what we, the question that Jesse posed to me, that how would you then deal with that situation, knowing that, again, you have two children as well, in I um, it t- I think it all ties back down to the biblical question where what are your false needs, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to sit in my hell, literally, and whether he did or he didn't, right? We're going to put it out there just like that. I had to sit in my own hell and realize, like, you know what? He's not just fulfilling me. You know, I... I am myself, and I have to learn how to just be me without him having to complete me. Um, Kids being in the mix, back in the good old days, my grandparents went through a similar similar situation. They never threw their laundry out. So I didn't, I mean, I was just being nosy. As a kid, I was being nosy. So I know that they went through a situation. I was maybe like his age 12, but because I was being nosy, I got to hear... And no one else knew about what happened. Yeah. And they stayed married up until my grandpa passed, which was January. So I don't know. I guess I can't, you know, say that I, yeah. But honestly, I think I would I would probably work through it because we have children. Who knows? I mean, you know, God, we don't have any, we don't have control over anything. You know, so I don't know. I think once you're in that situation, for me, it was that thing that was said and, I was able to sit in my own hell and realize, like, hold on, he's not what's keeping me happy or fulfilled or whatever. So I had to learn how to find me and just sit in my own junk and take it and realize, like, okay, I can be me without him. Yes, I'm married. Yes, we have children. 
but I'm still me, mm-hmm. you know. But, but do you, lastly, do you think, though, that what I was saying before about having certain boundaries in your relationship just kind of just cut out the, the potential of mess? By having certain the boundaries. boundaries yeah. oh, I you both know what the boundaries are, yeah. what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. It, it just cuts out yeah. the potential yeah. for unnecessary things to be happening okay. that shouldn't be appropriate. Okay. I yeah, 100% I do agree because I feel like you do need to set boundaries. It's like when you start doing any kind of drug, that's a gateway to another drug or to something else or to something else. So yeah, I feel like there are obviously boundaries that we do have to set within each other and maybe I don't know, maybe I think you just kind of know. I think it's just it falls into place. I don't I feel like when you kind of have to sit and say it, it's more like you're forced to do something and that kind of pushes yeah. those boundaries to be like oh well, if you think i'm not going to do it i'm going to do it okay i gotta move forward a little bit from this yes sir real fast you had your hand right yeah so when <laughs> so if your husband leaves he chose to leave and if he left that's fine yes god will lead you because you don't have a man absolutely god will lead you amen he'll always give you he'll always show you the way that's right that's deep um real fast because we're totally out of time the boundary things and what do you think about that when you asked the question about if uh she was your girlfriend and she called you and said oh yeah so i would say could you see if he wants to go get counseling with jesse what the (laughs) what the let me tell you this, because of time. Number one, when the ego sheds, when it dies, you have no need for him. So, because your nature changed from evil to good. And if you are good, then there are no needs from the world at all. And so if he did do that, God forbid, he won't, but if he did, you wouldn't be worried about the children or anybody because God's spirit would be working through you. And that same love you had with him, you still have it. And you're still going to pass down love to your children. That, you're not going to pass down anger. You're not going to pass down fear and worry and doubt. And who are you that you're going to set a boundary? Have you noticed if human beings set boundaries, you're going to cross those boundaries. Because it's all ego, it's all this. Another human being cannot stop another human being from crossing a boundary. It's like when uh, God told Adam, don't eat of the apple. Because he told him not to do it, he did it. Because you, it's, it become a temptation when you do that. So you set boundary, but if he's of good anyway, he's just going to, he can't help but do the right thing. He would just, it wouldn't even be in his mind to cheat. And he'd be able to go out with lunch with different women at work or anywhere, and so will you, because you know your nature is of good. It's a perfect love, and perfect love would never do those kind of things. It's not even, because it's not your nature. We have to change nature, not minds, but nature. And God, Satan's nature is evil, which is all ego. God's nature is good, and in good, there is no evil. So it wouldn't even be a setting a boundary or thinking about it. I see you're still nervous about it, huh? I'm not nervous. I just, I just, you I, can't, I, I disagree with something. 
You disagree? Okay. I understand. But but stay with it. You see what I'm talking about. I totally understand. I think there's just so much to be... I, I feel like there's so much to be said on this topic that there's yeah. not enough time. But I think when I was talking about boundaries, I'm talking back 18 years ago when when we first started dating before we knew anything about your ministry or anything like that. Right. We don't have boundaries like that anymore. Right. But I'm talking like back, way back, you know, about boundaries. But I think it's this like, subject is just so, there's so much to talk about. That's it's right. like when parents set boundaries for children. What do they do? They break the boundary. But if parents would be a good example, mm-hmm. and the kids would follow that, and there would be nothing on their mind what to do and what not to do, because there would be no boundary. They would just be whatever you are. But you set a boundary, they're going to break the boundary. Sure. You say, don't touch the hot stove. They're going to keep walking around that stove until they finally touch it. You know, because you tempted them to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You dared them to do it. And the ego cannot handle that. The ego has to break the boundary. But if there's, there's no ego, there's no boundaries. Yeah. You just naturally do right. Mm-hmm. No, I do understand a lot of what, of what you're saying. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yes, James. Oh, I don't. Do you have your hand? Oh, okay, so come back. Last word. I think, Frank, you have a short word, right? Because we are out of time. Yes. I have a question. Um, Renee here sent me a video regarding a man boy situation and basically that I'm a man boy. And then I realized I am a man boy. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it's ridiculous that I'm, you know, I'm in my 60s and I'm trapped. I'm basically a boy, in, like a nine-year-old boy in yeah. my 60s. Yeah. So anybody that's in a man boy child, I assume Berene feels the exact same way about himself because he sent the video to me. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, like... But I mean, like, how do I overcome this man-boy child? Because, nice. like, I mean, I look at my, my home surroundings and I'm looking like, like, this is not the way a grown man yeah. lives. Let me tell you how you do it. This is not the way a grown man responds to work. This me, is not a way. It's ridiculous. Let me tell you how. And this is the truth. I'm a man-boy. This is. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. I mean, he, thank God he woke I, me up. But okay. I mean, I, I got be woken up in my 60s. <laughs> The way you do it is to see it and do nothing about it. Just be, you being honest about it, you see it within yourself. Seeing it will change it. The problem is because of the ego, we don't want to see what's going on within us. We see it in everybody else, but not ourselves, right? Seeing it will change it. You're, you're, you're not in denial, and you will change. Do the silent prayer and watch. And just let go. Don't try to change it yourself. It will change because it's a spirit. It's evil. And it's been in your way. You, you, you've been living in darkness and didn't know it until now, right? And, but seeing it will change it. The problem is most people don't trust the light. They say, oh, I trust God. That's easier said than done. I trust God. But when situations happen, what do you do? You freak out. You don't let... Let's say that you found out your husband cheated, right? And you start tripping, angry, emotional, scared, calling him all kind of names and the N-word because you're black and you're white. <laughs> In your mind, you call him the N-word. <laughs> and you put a D along with the N-word. 
if you were to if you were to be happy that that is happening to you, you'll be fine. If he did that and you felt all those things, you should be glad to see that that happened because you didn't know all that was in you. All that hell is in you. And that situation is allowing you to see the hell in you. But the devil would make you think it was something he did. It had nothing to do with him at all. It had everything to do with what's inside of you. Because if the hell wasn't in you and that happened, you would be moved by it. You would have heaven in you. You would be moved. So what now? That's foreign, right? You know why? Because we've been taught wrong. We've been totally taught wrong. God said to be still and know, and Satan said to overreact and be destroyed. Give him life. What do you think about that? I'm kind of wondering how we got here. <laughs> I know. Like how we got to this whole cheating thing in the first place. I don't know the last name. But do you understand no, that totally if, understand. if that happened, because Satan just said, all the things that you've been taught, oh, now we got one person in the home. Oh, he cheated on you. What my family think? What my world think? What I'm going to do? And I can't believe we set boundary. He broke the boundary. I mean, he cried. To be honest, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it. And I was like, if it did happen, then I would sit in it and feel the pain. Yeah, sit in it. Go from there and see what happens. Because the world cannot, human beings cannot make other human beings feel other than what's in you. And whatever is happening in you is happening in you. It's not happening out there. It's inside of you. But you make the mistake of looking out there and blaming the situation rather than looking at why am I afraid? Why am I tripping? What's wrong with me? I'm glad to see this. Sure, but then it won't feel good, but you'll be glad to see it and overcome it. But then the other end of that is I think we had a brief conversation about this a while back about consequences, right? There are consequences, in my opinion, to behaviors and actions that you choose to decide to do. But the consequences are not in your hand. The consequences yeah, are between the person and God. Sure, but then I still have the choice to make whether, one, am I going to work through it, or two, am I done? Right? You would never have a choice to make if you work with you. The choice would be made for you. It will happen naturally. Because we are not in control of anything. We know nothing. And every time we make a choice, we make the wrong choice. Except for a practical choice. Sometimes we make wrong ones in that, too. We think we see a nice house. It's not really as nice as we thought it was. But you don't, you don't have choices to make. Your only choice is to watch you and overcome hell. What? <laughs> That's boring, too, huh? Really, we can't, if we don't know anything, and of ourselves we can do nothing, of ourselves we know nothing, somebody else making a choice for us. Just think about all the things you have done already in life that were bad, and you didn't want to do it. You didn't make the choice to do that, nor did you make yourself do it. We have never made one choice in life. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We've been controlled by this thing that made a home in us, thinking that it was us. The thoughts and emotions of the devil. That's what Paul was talking about. A spirit the devil, demons, the devil and his little demon made a home in us. And he make us do these things and make us think that we're in control. We have never made a choice. 
you can't make a choice to be good. Try to make a choice this week to be good, see what happened to you. <laughs> Your whole week will be screwed up. And you can't make a choice to be bad. Try to make a choice to be bad, see what happens. We're not in control, folks. This is why we can't judge one another. Interesting. We all think about all that. The mind is wicked. It's evil. Emotions are wicked. The good ones and the bad ones. Right here. The good ones and the bad ones. I think that's why I'm, I'm so freaked out because I, I see that so clearly. And while I was working on something that I thought would be a fun activity to do, I just <laughs> kept seeing that over and over to the point where yesterday... I just was like, I, I was tired. Like, I just, my best thinking, my best yeah. whatever was just, I, whether Think I was physically it will or not, you I just, down. I, I slept a lot yesterday because yeah. I, 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 I don't, I'm seeing so much that I'm like, I see what I'm looking at and then I'm in a silent prayer and it's, I, <sighs> I, I can see what that is too and I'm being still, but then I, I'm looking at my whole, I, I don't, what is going on? <laughs> like, it's where I'm at right now. And I, I'd like, I hear everything that you're saying. Does it make I sense? Just, it does make sense. But and I'm the like, reason well, it makes what, sense if, is what the am light. I? Who am I? Nobody. Ugh. The reason it makes sense because the light is allowing you to see what I'm saying. It's not me. No, but I, yeah, it's the right. light that's in you that's allowing you to right. see the darkness now. But you haven't seen anything yet. As this thing is dying... Is that what's happening? My ego is dying? It's because dying. I, I, I feel like I keep seeing and seeing, and then I'm like, well, then what? And then who cares? And I'm letting it go, and I'm just looking and seeing, and I just, I, I, right now I feel like I'm like, <laughs> that, that, like that's my response. It's like, yeah. Nothing. Lay your weapons down. Don't fight with it at all. Just be all in. And all in means to doubt every thought. You don't want to have fellowship with any thoughts at all. Don't pray to the thoughts. Don't fight with the thoughts. Do nothing. And then you're all in. When you can doubt the devil completely, you're all in. And he's going to scream, where's God now? God, how come God's so hard to see? Is that, how come, I guess, uh, is that Satan talking to me? Like this freaked 100%. out feeling? Because I feel like... The rug has just been ripped out from under yes. me. Yes, and like, you want that what, to happen. Okay. I mean, because I, I couldn't be more all demon, in. I'm in. I'm just like, <laughs> what? There's a big demon called Satan. Right. But he has this little demon, too. They come in and work with him. Yeah. And they're called nice personalities. Oh, I'm a, I'm a good mother. I'm a nice mother. They call that. Oh, I'm a strong father. They call that. Those little demons, those are their names. Oh, you love me and I love you. Those little demons working on the behalf of the big demon. But as his uh, delusion is disappeared, the big demon is going to come too. But he has no power. Just know he has no power. So the thoughts and the feeling that come with it, relax in them and the light will destroy them. 
And don't worry about learning this. If you stay on the track, it'll come to you. Right. You will yeah, know. I'm, yeah, I, I'm you noticing. Will, you can't learn this yeah. in advance. Yeah. I've, this is just knowledge about it right now. Right, right. But you right. will see the wisdom of it if you stay with it. I feel like the big demon is like, well, I'm just going to sit on this couch that you've prepared, like, like that you've been nursing me on. Like, I feel like I am like face to face with the big demon. Anyone that's really working right on himself and, do, and letting the light do their work, they are face to face with the demon. That's, I, that's because where the I'm demon at. hate the light. Right. Okay. Well, if this is where it, then that's how it is. Amazing, yeah. huh? I'm telling you, this is so good. And you're going to love working on your life. And the world around you won't matter. It will not matter. And you're going to lose all identities, all these false identities that's been given to us all our lives to cover up the devil. And you're going to see how crazy people are. The doctors and the psychiatrists and all of them, they have no idea what they're doing. The presidents, they have no idea. Because they're dealing with the same demons. They just have money and power to perceive power, to boost their egos even more so, and they're using that to control you. It doesn't make sense the stuff we fight over. You know what I'm saying? We're human beings created in the image of God, and we're fighting over one another over different issues because the demons told us to. Either through others, but they told us to. Amazing, huh? I thought Francisco left the room, huh? Okay. So we are out of time. Do the silent prayer and watch, folks. Really. See what's going on in you. It starts with you and it ends with you. It's not out there. They got their own same demons working on them. Same thing that happened to you is that you're becoming more aware of it. So the devil is getting busy trying to stop you. But with those who are not working on themselves, the devil is just riding. He's just having his way. He said boundaries. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, and, but do the silent prayer and watch. That's all you have to do. And take that time to have quietness, really. Quietness is the enemy of the devil. It really is. The last thing he wants, that's why when you're quiet, he get busy. Oh, you're lonely. You're scared. Call ain't Lou. You need something to eat. You need this. He doesn't want you to have that quietness because that's where the Father dwells. God dwells in the quietness. Satan dwells in the noise. All right? Thank you all. I've gone way over time. Thank you for your support and all that. I hope it was helpful. And thank you all. It was nice today. I appreciate it. Amazing.